welcome to From the Ring to Everything, where we talk about everything from your engagement through that first year of marriage and everything in between. My name is Maria, and if you're ready, let's get talking. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of From the Ring to Everything. You know, it's been a really busy ending to 2019 and the start of 2020. With the holidays now being behind us, I can take a wild guess that there was an awful lot of engagements that happened between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. And if you're one of those couples who got engaged, I want to say congratulations. The journey that you are embarking on is awesome with, of course, marriage being the end goal. And that's the whole purpose of this show um, to help you get through that planning process and also getting you through that first year of marriage. But today I want to talk about that engagement. For those of you who are just recently engaged, congratulations again. It's a super exciting time. And um, you want to just right ahead, go ahead and jump into that planning mode. I understand it. I get it. You're excited. You know, you might have been waiting a long time. It might have come to a surprise that, wow, I wasn't planning it was going to happen. Either way, slow down. Take a breath. Enjoy this time of engagement. You don't need to jump right into the planning mode right away. So go ahead, share the news with everybody, which you probably already have if it was over the holidays or, or anything like that. Most everybody knows by this time. And you've probably already changed your Facebook status to engaged on that relationship status. So that's always exciting. But once you've let that settle in and you've had that time, just enjoy being engaged. However long that might be. Maybe it's a month. It's okay. Enjoy that engagement time because now your relationship has gone to the next level. You're no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. You are now fiancés. Um, so that's really, really exciting. So once that has settled in and you've had a chance to let that sink in that, wow, we're going to get married, now the wedding planning does really need to start. And I do have a few suggestions and advice regarding your wedding planning. First thing I'm going to advise is that you sit down either with, obviously together, both of you to discuss this, but if you want to talk it over with your parents, if they're going to be part of the wedding planning or at least paying for some of it financially, sit down and let's talk about a realistic budget. Break it down by item. Like what is your vision for your wedding? What are you looking for? What have you dreamed of? And then start kind of scaling back like realistically, what can we afford? What can we pay for ourselves? How much can we save each month to have this happen? And how much, if any, help are we going to get from any other family or parents or anything like that? So really sit down and break it down and find out what is your budget. This way you know what you're working with when you start making the other decisions. Make a list of your must-haves. What are the things that are important to both of you and what you want that to look like? And what are the areas that, wow, this would be awesome, but if we can't quite pull it off, it's okay. We can live without it. It's still going to be beautiful. The other thing you want to talk about is the style. What kind of style and feel do you want for the day? Um, you want it to reflect you as a couple, your personality. Um, so definitely look at that. What does that look like? Do you want indoor? Do you want outdoor? Do you want a combination of both? Do you want a church wedding and then a formal reception? Do you want something more of a garden, more relaxed? So talk about what does that vision look like? Pinterest is a great place to get ideas. I do caution is do not make it a Pinterest wedding. 
make it your own wedding. It's great to get inspiration and, and ideas from Pinterest, but really make it your own. With that being said, um, how much DIY do you want to do? Like, are you crafty and handy? Do you know somebody who can make a lot of this stuff? If so, that's great. Do you want to purchase things? Wonderful. Do you want to rent it? I kind of lean on the part of renting certain items because you see with a lot of you who may be on the wedding sites on Facebook or other or other sites, people buy all these great things for their wedding and then they're there a month later trying to sell them. And you're never going to get your money back what you paid for it. So some things are really... It's, some things are really good that you can just rent them. If you can find a place that rents certain vintage furniture or signs, that's great. I would go with renting it. Look to see what that's going to cost you. Also, um, maybe you want to spend a little bit of money and getting a stylist to help you with designing the overall look of your wedding and, and stuff like that. So once you have that, great. You have an idea of what you're looking for, kind of what your budget is. Now comes the fun part. I always recommend, yeah, early on, come up with a tentative guest list. Yours, your fiance's, your parents, because <laughs> being a parent, there's people that I wanted to invite to my kid's wedding. Not everybody got to make the list, but it's important to come up with that tentative list. Look to see how many guests are we talking about? Family, friends, who are you? Do you really want there? Who are you obliged to invite who's you know who are those obligated guests that you have to have combine the list find out where you're at have your a list and your b list this way um, when you have to look at what all this is going to cost you you have an idea of where you need to make the cuts on your on your guest list and that's always a really hard one because you don't want to hurt people's feelings you don't want to get parents and other friends upset but the reality is this is your guys' wedding day. You you want to make it special and personal. And if you have a bunch of people there that you don't know or you're re-meeting, you're not really going to have time on your wedding day to get to re-know them again. So take that into consideration as well. The other thing you want to think about is do you want to have kids or not no kids at your wedding? So it's a one thing if you're going to have a flower girl, ring bearer, whatever, you know, a handful of kids. But if you're talking about, you know, hey, I want everybody to bring their kids, that's great. Just remember that you're paying for the kids as well. So the kids don't always eat all of their food. And even though they may offer a kid's option at a little bit less, uh, less cost to the food, you're still paying for these kids. So that's another touchy subject. That's totally up to your personal decision, kids or no kids. So just remember that. If you decide on no kids and it's adult wedding, it is your wedding. Remember that you may get some guests that get a little upset with you or get their feelings hurt or may not go. But again, at the end of the day, this is your guys's wedding and you should be able to enjoy it however way you wish. Uh, another thing to think about on your guest list is the coworkers or that third cousin you've only met twice. <laughs> so Coworkers. Sometimes, you know, we're, our coworkers are our, our second family. We spend so much time with them at work, but are we also friends with them outside of work? Are they part of my personal life and or your personal life and your everyday things and they know all the personal things outside of work? Do you guys hang out often? Are you good friends? So that's also a touchy one, mm, you know, deciding whether you're going to invite coworkers or not or that third cousin, like I said. 
my suggestion that I always give is if you haven't seen or talked to a friend or a relative in more than three years, even if, you know, like I said, even if they're related, don't feel obligated to invite them. Now, that's what I say. Your parents or other family members may say it's different. So really think about it. Talk about it. Where do you guys draw the line? At what point do you say, no, they don't make the list. I haven't seen them in five years. They don't know anything about my life. They don't even know I've been dating or engaged. So at that point, do you really need to invite them? You know, um, you can maybe say, hey, an announcement later. But anyways, that's something else. The other thing I really would, would suggest is hiring a planner. A planner is going to help you with so much. Uh, hire a planner. I mean, I've worked with couples. I've gotten in from the very beginning or I've actually gotten in like the last month or three weeks before the wedding. And it is just such a relief and it takes off so much stress and the overwhelming things that go into planning a wedding. So really think of hiring a planning, a planner. And if, it, if you can't really feel like, okay, the budget, I can't really afford to hire a planner. Although I will say on a side note, and it's not just a shameless plug either, but the money you spend on a pl- on a planner, or even at the minimum, an event manager, which they call them day of, and I'm just going to tell you right now, there is no such thing as day of. Nothing is going to happen the day of when you bring in a coordinator for the day. The coordinator is usually going to come in at the minimum, the minimum a month before because there's so much logistics to wrap up and catch up. But back to that, a planner can give you a lot of great suggestions on vendors that they've worked with, maybe vendors that they know will fit your style, your budget. They're going to um, also make sure that all the little details that need to happen leading up to the day are gonna happen. They're gonna go through that timeline and make sure that everything is set from like the rehearsal all the way to the end of the day and you do your grand exit. So it's it's a really great peace of mind to have somebody else taking care of what's happening the day of your wedding, contacting those vendors, making sure that they know what needs to be done that day. Going over the contracts, you know, you're this is the first time you're getting married. You're not doing this on a daily basis. Somebody who is in the wedding business, like a planner or somebody who's a coordinator for the wedding day, they do this all the time. So they know what to look for. They work with these vendors. They know how to handle those little emergencies. Just something to think about. I highly recommend it. But anyways, uh, so then your next thing you want to do is you want to make sure you start searching your venues. Select your venue. Um, What is the rental cost? What does that include? What can you bring your own vendors? Do they have, do you have to work with specific vendors? The guest count, you know, how many people can it accommodate? Do they include tables, chairs, and linens? Do you need to bring that in? Is it a blank va- uh, blank canvas for you if that's what you want? Um, if you're working with an outdoor venue, what is the, what is the protocol for the plan B in the event of rain, bad weather, cold, wind, whatever. Just always think about that. If I'm going to have an outdoor wedding, you need to have a plan B set aside as well. Does the venue reflect the style that you're looking for? Rustic, modern, garden, whatever. Um, So anyways, hiring the right vendor. Uh, Once you've got your, you know, you've had a time to kind of reflect, I'm engaged. You've sat down and talked about money and budget, vision, guest list, 
selecting your vendor, you've done that. Now you got to start hiring some of your other vendors. So photographer, I would do that right away, especially if you're planning the 2020 wedding. You know, you might have gotten engaged over the holidays and you're saying, no, I don't want to wait a whole year. I want to get married in 2020. 2020 is a very, very popular year this year. There is venues, photographers, vendors, all of those people are booking up really early. They've been booking up since 2018, 2019 for 2020 and into 2021. So just keep that in mind. If you know you have a specific photographer that you've been following on Instagram or on Facebook and or somebody that you recently know that, hey, I loved your photographer, you like their style. Is it moody? Is it airy? Is it light? What What is your style? Book them. They are going to fill up fast. Yeah, you want to go ahead and do some inquiries and see how much they, what they offer and what the packages and cost. But I'm going to tell you, don't wait too long to book the vendors that you want or that you like or that fit your budget. Because I promise you, if you wait too long, they may not have your date available and you're going to start all over again. So make sure that you know you're checking those out. Next thing I would say is make sure you get that DJ your your venue, your planner your photographer, and then your DJ. Top four things, you need to get those booked as soon as you figure out what you can afford and what you want. Your DJ, you know, I really don't, I've worked with a lot of family, friend DJs, and while they've done an okay job, you can definitely tell they're not a professional. This is not something that they do. Just remember, your DJ can make or break your reception. And not only that, if they're doing the ceremony music, you know, and and, and emceeing at the same time, you want somebody that's professional, and I have another pre- previous podcast that um, I've interviewed a DJ, and he gives some really good advice, Louie, uh, from Classic Cut uh, Mobile DJs. He gave gives some really great advice on what to look for when you're hiring a DJ, the importance of hiring a professional DJ, and kind of some questions to ask. Um, yeah, so that would be my advice for that. So those are just some kind of really quick little tips that I wanted to talk about now that you're engaged and you're starting to plan this really exciting time it's exciting and stressful at the same time but i do want to also offer you for those of you who are recently engaged or just still at the beginning planning process and you're a little bit lost like you know i would love to have a planner or i'd love to have a coordinator for the day of the of the wedding but i just don't think i can cut it financially or whatever although i'll have to say again it's an expense well worth it just for that peace of mind and making sure everything goes well. But if you email me at um, eventsbymaria at outlook.com, I'll be happy to send you a free planning guide. I've put, put together a planning guide for those couples that are in those beginning stages of wedding planning, kind of helps you keep a track of what you should be doing when and your time frame, and by when you should have certain things done and what to look for and things like that. So if you're interested in having that free planning guide, please feel free to email me and say, hey, planning guide, and I'll, I'll email that out to you right away. You can email that at eventsbymaria at outlook.com. So with that, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of my planning tips and advice now that you are newly engaged. This is super exciting. I love weddings. I love when couples are recently engaged in our planning. And be sure to listen to some of the other uh, episodes that I have on there now that you're, especially now that you're engaged. As far as, you know, like I said, we have the one with on the talking with the DJ. Really important one is the premarital counseling that was 
that was out by Jeff Seville from SoCal Christian Weddings. Take a listen to that one. Give some really great tips on things you should start talking about and discussing prior to getting married. Get, I'm sorry, getting married. So enjoy this wonderful time and this next chapter of your life if you've been recently engaged. If not, I'd really appreciate it. You know, send this, uh, share this episode with those friends and family who were engaged over the holidays. This is a super exciting time. Enjoy every minute of it. Don't sweat the small stuff. One thing I always like to tell my couples that I'm working with is it's not going to be maybe the exact day how you pictured it. It's going to be pretty darn close. But if the little things that don't go like you want, it's okay. At the end of the day, you're still going home married with that husband or wife. And no one that is at your wedding is going to care if the flower was a little wilted or if the sign had the wrong word on there that you wanted or whatever it is it's okay no one's going to know those little details or those final that final vision you had except for you and at that point you're going to be so much you're having so much you're going to have such a good time at your wedding that you probably won't even notice it either so with that have a great engagement time enjoy it uh, spend time together talk figure these things out again enjoy the time set your budget figure out your tentative guest list get your venue your dj um, your photographer and definitely highly recommend getting a planner or at least a coordinator to handle all of those logistics the day of your wedding and again don't wait till a week before your wedding to try to get the coordinator they're probably going to be booked so that's my advice for today i hope that uh, some of these suggestions and advice was helpful to you again please make sure you reach out if you want a copy of that free planning guide i'm very happy to send uh, email that to you so with that we're going to say goodbye for now we'll keep this conversation going until then Let's keep talking. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes. New episodes are available the first and third Thursday of every month. If you have questions, comments, or stories you want to share, or are planning a wedding, email me at eventsbymaria at outlook.com. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and please leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Until next time, let's keep talking.